Welcome to the Chartered Trading Standards Institute EU Exit Podcast. I'm Paul Evans. In this episode, updated in February 2021 following the end of the EU exit transition period, we examine the implications of Brexit on cross-border access to justice. Due in large part to the UK's membership of the EU, UK consumers buying goods and services from traders based in Europe could previously be confident that if something went wrong, they would have access to legal redress. Following EU exit, this is not necessarily the case. The UK's new status as a third country means mechanisms such as the European Small Claims Procedure and the EC's online dispute resolution platform are no longer available to UK consumers and the UK can no longer take for granted the EU's judicial cooperation in civil matters. Much of the fine detail of the EU exit agreement remains to be fully understood, and there are several areas, such as the potential creation of a successor to the EC online dispute resolution platform for UK consumers, where uncertainty remains. To give an overview of the new cross-border consumer protection landscape in the wake of EU exit, We spoke with Elisabetta Schialis, a consumer protection lawyer and CTSI lead officer for cross-border access to justice. Elisabetta explains why it is important for consumers to be able to buy goods from abroad with confidence and highlights areas where consumers may stand to lose out. She began by talking us through the lead officer role. My name is Elisabetta Schialis. I'm an accredited mediator arbitrator and a dual qualified solicitor in UK and Italy. I've been working for 13 years as a UK European Consumer Centre executive, and before I worked as a lecturer in enforcement and as a public prosecutor. During my work at the UK ECC, I have undertaken policy work for national government and the European Commission. I am also the CTSI lead officer for cross-border affairs The European single market seeks to guarantee the free movement through the various member states of goods, capital and labour, plus the freedom to establish and provide services. This is known as the four freedoms. The UK has joined the European community in 1973 and since the launch of the European single market, consumers have been benefiting from having full access to more choice and lower prices due to an increased competition. Imposing restrictions on access to the European single market may result in consumers having less choice or consumers may incur additional fees and waiting times for making cross-border purchase and this way effectively reducing their choice. Using alternative dispute resolution is easier, faster and less expensive than going to court. There are different types of ADR schemes such as mediation, conciliation, ombudsman, arbitration, use of complaints boards, and also hybrids, which is some some sort of mix between two or even three different ADR methods. Companies that have signed up to an ADR scheme are often bound by code of conduct that compels them to respond to consumer complaints. So consumers must allow the trader the chance to resolve the issue directly with them, following the trader's complaint procedure before approaching an ADR body who will hear the complaint. Only once the trader has explored all the avenues and reached an impasse following their own complaints process, 
Then, and only then, the consumer can use an ADR body. Using ADR is often free for consumers to use, and decisions made uh, by the ADR bodies are often binding on the company, so ADR can be seen as a real alternative to court action. The EU framework on judicial cooperation in civil matters provides for several specific rules and procedures on how accessing justice, such as the European Enforcement Order, the European Order for Payment, and the European Procedure for Small Claim. The EU member states can no longer launch new judicial cooperation procedures involving the UK on the basis of EU law. Rather, such procedures will have to be initiated according to national law on judicial cooperation with third countries. In some instances, relevant international convention will apply, provided that both the EU member states and the UK are parties to the relevant convention. What does this mean? It generally means that, generally speaking, in respect of proceedings that started before the end of the transition period, the EU rules on international jurisdiction continue to apply in the UK and in the member states in situations involving the UK. For proceedings instituted after the end of the transition period, the courts in the EU member states will determine their international jurisdiction. A court of a member state may apply its rational rules of international jurisdiction. Many of the consumer rights found in the UK law are derived from EU law. From January 2021, the UK can decide their own laws. That's what we call divergence. The process of differentiating or extracting EU law from national law is quite complex. So it has been considered acceptable to generally copy those EU laws across because this would ensure less of a disruptive transition for consumers as well for businesses. The complexity comes from the different types of instruments by which the EU has been producing legal acts such as regulations, directives, decisions, etc. For our talk, we will just mention the difference between regulations and directives. A regulation is a binding legislative act in the sense that it must be applied in its entirety across the EU. For example, when the EU wanted to make sure that there are common passenger rights across the EU in case of cancellation and delays of flights, the Council adopted a regulation. Directives, instead, is a legislative act that sets out a goal that all EU countries must achieve. However, it is up to the individual country to devise their own laws on how to reach these goals. One example is the EU Consumer Rights Directive, which strengthens rights for consumers across the EU. For example, by eliminating hidden charges and costs when buying goods on the internet and extending the period under which consumers can withdraw from a sales contract, the so-called cooling-off period. Without these infrastructures I've talked about, which are devoted to access to justice, going forward, consumers might have very limited options to gain redress. This is especially important where the contract itself is across border. For example, Consumers may find themselves with the need to enforce the laws themselves by traveling abroad, with all the challenges this might bring, including language and legal knowledge barriers. Ineffective means of redress could have an adverse effect on consumers' confidence, which can result in fewer cross-border transactions taking place. 
This is not only from UK consumers for EU transactions, but also EU consumers wanting to buy from UK businesses. So it affects the market as a whole. Reciprocal arrangements are critical to the effectiveness of cross-border consumer disputes. Building on the systems already in place or preserving them until newer infrastructure in place should be at the forefront of any sort or long-term considerations. The EU, considering the geoproximity, should be the priority, but in addition, the UK should seek to play a role in the development of international relationships to help reduce the challenges of cross-border jurisdiction with non-EU countries, and in this way, facilitate consumer redress and, therefore, trade between consumers and business further afield. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks to Elisabetta Schialis for speaking to us, and thank you for listening. This episode forms part of a series of podcasts and videos designed to help trading standards professionals make sense of EU exit. It complements the modules in the CTSI EU exit training portal. Be sure to check out the rest of the podcasts, each of which is themed around a different area of trading standards. More resources are available from CTSI at www.tradingstandards.uk forward slash EU exit. Don't forget to like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you're listening to us. Until next time, goodbye.